I should have trusted Mariam. Friends, good friends, learn to believe in each other, especially when their lives are at stake. She was a member of Al-Hashashin, after all, and one of the smartest, most determined warriors I'd ever seen. In the past few months, she'd proven to be more than capable of saving herself. In attempting to rescue her, I would probably just be in her way. Rabard's arrow missed, of course. From his hiding place behind the wagon, in the bailey of the Queen Mother Eleanor of Aquitaine's castle, he rose and shot at the rope encircling Mariam's neck as she was about to be hanged by Sir Hugh. I held the Queen Mother at sword point, determined to take her life if need be. At least, that's what I told myself. I was bluffing, of course. I would not kill the defenseless Eleanor, but in his madness to possess the Holy Grail, the most sacred relic in all of Christendom, Sir Hugh was determined to hang Mariam if I did not give it to him. He kicked at the barrel where she was perilously balanced, except that Mariam was not quite ready to die yet. The barrel teetered on its edge, and Mariam wobbled, her legs bending to and fro, fighting for balance. As Rabard's arrow buzzed through the air toward her impromptu gallows, the king's guards shouted orders, but their voices drowned each other out. Then, in my haste to reach Mariam, I roughly pushed Eleanor aside. It was a horrible mistake. Holding the Queen Mother hostage was our only advantage in a castle surrounded by heavily armed king's guards and one decidedly insane Templar knight against just the three of us. Well, four of us, counting Angel. You'll die, boy, she sputtered at me on her way to the ground. Mark my words, squire. I'll hunt you down and kill you myself before I ever let you threaten my son's rule. Sounds and noises were far off and distant in my head, and at that moment the Queen Mother's rant only blended into the chaos around me. Rabard was screaming obscenities as Sir Hugh shouted at everyone to stay back. But I moved forward, sword at the ready. It took only the briefest of moments for Rabard's arrow to thunk into the wooden crossbeam where Mariam's rope was lashed. My heart sank. The dim torchlight revealed that he had missed, not by much, but in this case even an inch meant death. I could not blame Rabard. Aside from the flickering light, the night was pitch black. It was miraculous he had come so close. But it did not matter now. I would never forgive myself for her death, and as I ran toward her, I begged God to spare her soul. But Marianne did not need saving. A split second before Sir Hugh's foot connected with the barrel, she launched herself into the air. I watched in amazement as she leapt high enough to grab the crossbeam with both hands. Sir Hugh looked up at her in confusion. He fully expected her to be dangling at the end of her rope, breathing her last. Instead, Marianne swung deftly upward until she was sitting on the crossbar of the windlass, which moments before had served as her gallows. 
Sir Hugh cursed and swung his sword at her, and she pushed up on her hands to avoid the blade as it bit roughly into the wood. Another of Rabard's arrows narrowly missed him, and he darted behind the wagon. The captain of the guard moved to intercept me. Mariam, catch! I shouted, and tossed my short sword to her hilt first. She caught it easily, and with one swing chopped through the rope and dropped to the ground. She now stood in Rabard's line of fire, blocking his shot, as Sir Hugh stepped out to confront her. Al-Hashashin or not, Mariam could not match Sir Hugh's skill with the sword.'